You are listening to the InspireWire Podcast, Episode 6. Welcome, Welcome to, to the InspireWire, Inspire a, a podcast where ideas are exchanged, exchanged worlds are traveled, and life is experienced. This is the InspireWire with your host, Tom Murphy. Welcome to Episode 6 of the InspireWire. We got our first guest that I had not known before I started the podcast. So I think you guys are going to really like it. I got to, you know, step out of my comfort zone a little bit and got to interview Nathan and Farron from the Don't Quit Your Daydream podcast. I had reached, I had listened to a few of their podcasts and reached out to them and they were happy enough to come on the show. And this is a cool episode because for any of you guys who are listening to podcasts and maybe thought that you were interested in possibly getting into it, um, you get a sense of the other side and and what it's like to be a podcaster. Um, and we kind of talk about those kind of things. And then we get into more information about their podcast and, and their inspirations and passions more specifically. So I, I think you guys will really like it. They're really cool dudes. So let's go to the interview. All right, everyone. So I'm here with the Don't Quit Your Daydream podcast with Nathan and Farron. And what they have is, you know, a podcast where that's actually similar to mine, where they're interviewing people who have side side jobs or it is their actual job. And, and what they're doing is they're they're staying with their passion and, you know, it's a lot like what I'm doing kind of because I'm interested in a lot of different people and how, how they're, you know, expressing their interests. So, um, these guys are, have been doing it for a full year now and I got a chance to grab them and get a sense of what the podcast is like and what, and how they got into it. So thanks for coming on Nathan and Farron. Oh, Thomas, thanks for Thank having us. Thank you so us. much. Yeah, we were really excited to, to actually get to meet you. So, uh, big fans of the show so far. Thanks, I appreciate it. And I really I really think this will be good because it's the first one that I actually hadn't met beforehand. So, <laughs> I think this will be really interesting. So. Yeah, and I think maybe we've met each other over the airwaves, just listening <laughs> to each other's podcast. <laughs> yeah. I don't it's funny whenever you listen to a podcast enough, you feel like you start to know the person. It's like, I think I would know what this guy is like hanging out with. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. I mean, the one thing I thought about your podcast, just initial thoughts was, I was like, how do they do this? Because you guys have, maybe it's because you have three people. But mm-hmm. one thing I noticed was you guys are always ready with a new question. And it's like, it's constant, um, you know, stimulation where for me, I I don't know. I have trouble. Well, maybe maybe because I'm a new podcaster, but it's it's really difficult to get that interview style going. Well, you know, it absolutely is easier having more people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Thomas, I think I kind of feel more into fall into your role as far as you know how your podcast goes. I'm usually the one that does the research and mm-hmm. kind of like the train of questions. And then whenever Drew and Farron are on, they kind of sprinkle on the pepper. And if yeah. there's, it, but it's always nice because I'm like, okay, I really don't have anything to fill this <laughs> spot, and then. Always without a hitch, Farron's like, "Oh, this," and I'm like, "Thank goodness, he had a question ready." The seasoning to the cooking. I yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure that you know when there is a gap, it's nice to have someone to back you up and be like, "Oh, 
so so that's that's really cool but um and i really love the um concept of your of your podcast especially the name because i am definitely a daydreamer literally because (laughs) you know i don't know i catch myself thinking about other things all the time i don't know are you guys daydreamers Absolutely. <laughs> All the time. That's probably what sparked this entire thing is, is Farron and I have our like one of our first big boy jobs together. Like we work in a very corporate Dilbert-ish setting. So we met each other and at first we played music and, and you know, it's just like, oh, it gets so hard in life, you know, with, with work and family obligations coming up. And we kind of just were thinking of all the different, you know, hobbies and stuff we could still do. And then people that we knew that still had, you know, still had passions and hobbies and found time to do it. And I'm a, we're both avid podcast listeners, and I was like, why don't we do a podcast? I mean, it's like the perfect thing to talk about. Yeah. And then we have the equipment already for music, so yeah. it's easy to just cross over and do that. And yeah, <laughs> almost <laughs> almost like a uh, almost like split parents. We had microphones <laughs> that we both owned and owned and had custody of. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, that's funny. I mean, that that's really one part of it that I never thought of. You know, going into podcasting is all the legwork you had to do prior and that's really, you know, such a, you know, an advantage to already have been in some sort of avenue where you were using that type of equipment and things like that. You know, you know you're, yeah, you're absolutely right. And and with that as well is, is we kind of have some lost episodes is what we called it. Right. Because <laughs> as we started, you know, we, we talked about we did music and from like a performance aspect, we had a lot of uh, like like more of like a mic you'd, you'd sing on or perform right, with, okay. not necessarily a conversational mic. We had one conversation mic and you could, like it's it's just so noticeable that the person using the performance mic, it wouldn't pick up their laughing or it wouldn't pick up, you know, certain just parts like of their certain story. Certain nuances about what they're saying. Yeah. So, so anyone that wants to get into podcasting, you know, the big thing is you want good mics. Yeah. And, and that's where it's a little dissuading because – or dissuasive because – you know, you have to invest money in that, you know, mm-hmm. you know, actual mics that you can, you know, quality mics are going to cost a good hundred dollars plus sometimes. Right. So I don't know. Yeah, that was definitely something I was running into. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. I, right now I'm literally sitting in my bedroom at my parents' house recording <laughs> this. So um, I got to be budgeting exi- like everything. So uh, and it's not like everyone's like signing up. Oh, um I'm willing to <laughs> donate money for this podcast. No, like that's not how it works. This is this is my hobby. Like you, like you guys are talking about. It's a daydream. Like it's a it's a passion. So it you got to really keep in mind the costs of it as well. You know, because we we set this up in a downtown duplex, which is my place. So yeah, we're actually so. in a bedroom we're as in a well. Bedroom too, so. All right, and that's it's really funny because we'll you know invite these guests over who you know some of them have been you know more prestigious or, you know, I, I almost like to say more adults than we are, even <laughs> yeah. though we're almost 30, uh, you know, more adults than we are. And it's like, oh, welcome. And, and the first thing they have to do is, you know, there's Drew Fan and I. So there's three, there's already three dudes. And so especially like if it's a girl, I always feel back. It's like, come down this weird alley with us and then <laughs> come to my duplex apartment. And so then we let's go, go up to the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> so we have candles lighted. Just for us, though. That's cool. Right. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. I haven't gotten to the point where, I've been able to interview someone like face to face, which is like, mm. I think what you got, I, I listened to a interview you guys did with uh, the Evansville podcast. I was like, yes, perfect. They've already been interviewed. I can learn more about them, you know? Um, <laughs> but one thing I noticed was that you guys, you had kind of 
your first few episodes, you interviewed in person uh, with with your guests, and and I think that was probably an advantage. But for me, I haven't done that yet, so I'm interested to see how that's going to work, especially if there's someone I don't know. But we'll see. <laughs> it's a fun experience. It, it's, everything's a learning experience right, yeah. too, you know, because there's. There's some, you know, because you'll get done with an episode sometimes, and it's like, oh, I could have, like, you know, I edit, you know, after we record. So there's there's times where I'll listen back, and it's almost like hearing the conversation again for the first time because I was so plugged into it the first time. And I'll hear the guest say something, and I'm like, please tell me I went this direction with it. <laughs> like, like, please tell me, please tell me that I asked them a certain thing. Right. And, and normally I do, sometimes <laughs> I don't. You know, it's all growing experiences. I, I it's funny because I try to go back and listen to those first few episodes, and it's just like I like to think I've got better after yeah. a year but <laughs> yeah. not sure <laughs> yeah i i can't tell you how how it's totally changed like i'm always analyzing myself now because i like literally have over like i've only had five episodes or whatever but that's mm -hmm. that's like over two hours of me talking like oh yeah so yeah. much so um but it's Do definitely Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, did you do you have a background in radio or anything, Thomas? Because because you know, once again, we talked about how I feel kind of similar to you. You you do a really good job, I feel like, of researching and keeping the conversation going a certain direction. Um, well, actually, no, I have um, pretty much zero uh, radio experience. The thing oh. was, um, the re the reason why I got into this was kind of like I just really wanted to learn more about other people and. And kind of get inspired myself, so it's kind of a selfish thing, but it's also being it, it's also really cool. So, um, but yeah, I don't know. It, I kind of like worked on trying to trying to keep the interview going, and I kind of tried to like listen to a ton of podcasts and try to say, okay, I want to be kind of like that. But it's, it's worked out so far. Yeah, it's funny whenever you think of, you know, podcasts being like a genre of music and us being like similar genres of music, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, music, you have rock and country and rap. And it's like, well, in podcasts, it's like, well, we have, I don't know what you'd call that, like I, a uh, optimistic or, or I don't yeah. know, upbeat, hobby oriented. Yeah, well, you know, because something that I like about, you know, what, what you've been doing, Thomas, and, and what I try to pattern Uncle your Daydream with is there's already so much negativity around and, and, you know, there's already people giving up their hobbies and passions and not finding time for it. So it's nice to talk to those people that have found the way to keep what they love going because I, I feel like that's admirable, right. I, you know, it's, because it's inspiring to other people. It's inspiring to us, too. Like you said, it's kind of almost like a selfish reason because yeah. you just like to hear other people's stories and their successes and it makes you want to be successful yeah. yeah that's that's totally true and one thing i've noticed is that when i hear other people's stories it it's it's almost like you're able to get that life experience for yourself because and and that's the same with books and any type of story really and i learn almost more through those real stories than i do in any other you know resource so um <laughs> Um, so for people who haven't heard your podcast, maybe you could explain a little bit about what you, what you were talking about, the style and, and, uh, the good cop, bad cop. It was really important to me that we had a fingerprint from the very beginning, uh, a model that we can follow because, you know, I, I listen, I'm, I'm such an avid podcast listener and you, you fall into what these podcasts sound like you expect it. And, and, you know, I, I know that I appreciate the different, you know, the different things about all podcasts, you know, you can listen mm -hmm. to Joe Rogan's show, you know, it's going to be two and a half hours and it's going to be casual conversation. You can listen to Marin, you know, he's going to complain about his life for the first 20 minutes <laughs> and then 
like an hour. Yeah, you yeah. know, I don't know. It's like everybody <laughs> has like their format, you know, what they go to. So I wanted something that was going to be a little bit unique and stand out. So we thought, okay, we record six in advance. We're always going to have that that core interview. Their passion, skill, hobby is hopefully not going to change, <laughs> you know, for the past yeah. six weeks. Um, so we have that. So for the first 30 minutes, you know, that way, if the guest isn't familiar with the, you know, if either were or the guests aren't familiar with the person that we're interviewing, the first 30 minutes, we get to ask a little bit about their history, a little bit more about the specifics of what they do. Uh, the back 30, we break it off into good cop, bad cop. And what that is, is usually Farron's good cop. He'll usually. He'll ask I'd him, say 90% of the time. You'll surprise me occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he'll ask optimistic questions and then I'll ask pessimistic questions. And, and the, the really, the, the thing behind that is, is I, I feel like bad questions are, you know, questions that could be posed as negative bring out the better stories. Right. And usually, usually guess flip it around where it is a positive. Where they learn from it's it. It's a good narrative. To exactly. Them. Yeah. Them. E- even if they didn't set out for that to be why they started telling the story they chose, usually they can be like, yeah, but you know what? I had to have that happen. And right. so almost it's eye opening for us. It's eye opening for the listener, but it's also eye opening for the guest itself yeah. a lot of times. Um, but no, that way they can kind of count on that format. And then we just try to do uh, you know, an intro up front. That way it's a little bit fresher. It's a little bit recorded sooner. If there's any things going on that we have to help plug and promote, or if there's mm-hmm. anything that we want to get out, it's a little bit more, uh, or, you know, it's recorded sooner. So it's, so it's a little bit more fresh. Yeah, that's, that sounds really cool. And I, I, from my experience listening, uh, it is really cool to see how, um, you know, they'll, they will spin it in a positive way, but you definitely, like you were saying, if you get those more difficult questions, it really gets um, into the root and see, you know, the reality of a lot of, of, you know, passions that we have, you know, they're not all, it's not always like the yellow brick road to success, you know, (laughs) it's just like, there's a lot of struggles that, that come with every success. So, yeah, if it was too easy of a path, I think, it, you know, I don't think anyone really truly, whenever you really think about it, you don't want too easy of a path. You're not going right. to appreciate the uh, the outcome if yeah. you just walked right up and found it. You need valleys and mountains. Yeah, and, right. and everybody has that. Uh, and, and this isn't to throw shade on any kind of guest we've had, but, you know, I, I think my least favorite have been whenever people are, are just trying really hard to promote one thing. Like, you can promote something and still talk about all the rough times you've had with it. But, you know, I, I think maybe guests that don't listen to a lot of podcasts, maybe the, those that are used to a little bit more public radio. They're used they're, yeah. they think they're going to, you know, come out nine to five and blah, blah, yeah. and everything's fine. <laughs> and everything's rainbows and puppy dogs. And, and yeah, but we need that six to eight time. Yeah. I want the dirt. I want, happening. I want to know, I want to know why it is you love what you're doing and then how hard it was to start. And, you know, all the things that you had to overcome to become a blacksmith or become a, you know, a, a, if you want to ride horses right. or, professional chef yeah whatever you did i want to know all the dirt i I want to know all the hardships that you had because the hardships are what keeps everybody else from having that same hobby or skill yeah and and one thing that i think is true is everybody can relate to to a struggle and Mm -hmm. everybody has things that maybe won't be going well or you know they've they've had an interest or or things haven't gone their way in some certain aspect in their life and and that always like when you're listening to a podcast about inspiration, you're like, well, this isn't me because I'm not inspiring. But then you listen, <laughs> you know, and then you listen to a podcast where someone's explaining, you know, this wasn't rainbows and butterflies. I had to actually work really hard and things didn't go well at all. Like I remember listening to one podcast. I forget the name, actually, but 
this one person was saying how they they their third business was the one that was successful. So oh, wow. it's crazy how how that perseverance and and everybody has to go through the tough times, but. Yeah, and just hopefully you see light at the end of that tunnel. Yeah. So, and, and, and you know, for some, if, if you apply yourself and really, you know, you have to give it a hundred percent. If you want something to take off, you have to give it a hundred percent. I mean, you got the rare few where they just luck into things, but you know, everything's going to be hard. And and I think that's what's that's what's inspirational. That's why you listen to the Inspire Wire. That's whole. That's why you listen to Don't Quit Your Daydream. You know, I think something probably the three of us have in common is, you know, you. you talked about doing sports in high school and college and kind of wanting to find yourself and kind of wanting to talk to other people. And, you know, I, I think maybe the three of us, you know, we're all dreamers. We all think of a thousand different hobbies and want to get our hands dirty with different things. And yeah, this is an outlet for it. And hopefully it's an outlet for listeners to do the same. Yeah. And uh, maybe you guys can explain or like tell us a little bit about how this first year journey has been. I mean, that's an incredible milestone. I mean, for you guys to complete a full year of of every Tuesday, I, I believe, right? Tuesdays? Yes, sir. Yep. Um, every Tuesday, releasing a podcast, um, I'm sure that that was, you know, a huge struggle, definitely in the beginning, and then to con- keep that consistency. I, yeah. You know, it was it was really important to me that we were consistent and didn't miss a week. Right. Uh, I, I felt that, too. It was like a... A personal challenge. It, it was, it was, because anytime there's difficulty on Monday, and I'm like, guys, I don't, I don't know how we're gonna beat this. Farron, the first thing Farron always texts is like, we can do it, <laughs> you know. He cheerleads instantly. Um, Drew would tell you that I need to stop waiting to edit podcasts on Monday. <laughs> sometimes that's the time you get life. To do it. Life gets busy, and you know, if I can, I like to get them down done Saturday or Sunday. But you know, I mean, it's that's typically when. You know, events are happening or, you know, yeah. we, you know, we have, we, you know, we already do our interviews on Sunday. So, you know, if you interview and then edit a podcast, that's a, a long, that's day. a, that's a full day that's of podcasting yeah. stuff. So typically it rolls around on Monday. I need to find a way just to do it at work. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, touch back on the journey from starting when we first began mm-hmm. a little bit more than a year ago till mm-hmm. now. It's been an awesome growing experience. And even just from a personal standpoint, from doing it with Nathan, too, I had to come out of my shell a little bit. <laughs> and I feel like generally I'm an outgoing person. But just when we first stepped into the podcast realm, I didn't know how I was going to approach things because I knew Nathan's the go-getter. He's the, <laughs> he's the leader of the pack. <laughs> and see, I would I would call you the go-getter. So maybe it's a good thing that we, uh, we say that about each That's other. True, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I can just remember like episode eight, seven or eight. That's when I really just kind of found myself and what I wanted to do in this podcast. And then we've just kind of grown together, bouncing off of each other. Yeah. I, you know, I think I specifically remember you coming to me around that time fair and, and being like, you know what guys, I'm, I'm really into this now, you know? And it's like, it's funny cause from episode one, I'm in this, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm completely plugged in, but I, I do remember it kind of catching fire with you, you know, early on and being like, okay, yeah. we're good book. Now what can we do? Yeah, you know, wait, wait, what, what's next? You know? So I, I liked it. I just didn't know like how I was going to fit into mm-hmm. the mix. And well, then it just like it's it's so different. It's such a different hobby in itself. You know, it's it's you know, cause people will be like, oh, it's easy. You're just talking. But, you know, there's so much that goes into packaging it and keeping a conversation going right. and thinking of questions to ask and, you know, booking guests that people are going to want to hear from. I mean, there's just so much more to it than than just talking. Right. You know, uh, keeping the content fresh, not repeating so many of the same things too that's because because that's something too you know we, we spoke earlier sorry and thomas i know we're kind of going off on a tangent <laughs> no 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 <laughs> uh, but that's something too is you know uh, if, if 
I told you that like a lot of times people just reach out to us now. Well, you almost have to look at the hobby and if they're too similar, then it's like, okay, well, like I don't mind interviewing you, but I just, it, it can't be right now. Right. Or, you have you know, to get pushed back. Yeah. Like if I interview you now, you know, then, then just know that six weeks, it's probably going to turn to eight weeks or 10 weeks or 12 weeks, right. you know, cause I don't want two musicians. I don't want two skateboarders being right after each other unless they're just really, really different. Right. That was the, uh, you know, talked about, you know, things that we've, we've learned in the year. One of the things that we've added was a song of the week. So, so that's a way for us to play musicians that have reached out to us as music and kind of promote them a little bit. Because yeah, people that, that, that was really cool. Uh, sorry to interrupt, but yeah, no, that that's one thing that was really cool because you know it's nice to have a little song to go at the end. And for anyone who knows about podcasting, you need to have rights to that song if you want to play it. So yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> and so uh, you know it, it's you know now getting to meet you, Thomas. There's a there's been a few other podcasts where I've reached out, or the people have reached out to us, or we've reached out to them to kind of pick their brain and ask advice of, you know. Mm-hmm. So there's a there's a guy that does a it's it's Southbound Interstate 35, and he does a podcast, and it's all about music that comes through his. He lives in Austin, Texas, and it, he talks about all the uh, he. It's pretty much just a, a, an all music podcast, so he'll interview people on the fly. He'll go to their shows, and he has a little recorder. He'll interview them like in the green room or or back in the alley. And it's really kind of a cool thing, and he'll talk over it and help promote and let them, you know, know when shows are going through. But he has such a hard time because, you know, he doesn't know a lot of these music acts, you know, mm-hmm. until he goes and interviews them. So he'll talk to them, and sometimes he can't get rights to their music. Yeah. So he'll go, he'll show up, he'll record all of this stuff, and the band's like, yeah, we can do it. And then they'll talk to their label, and they can't use any of it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so that's that's absolutely a thing. So. The lucky part with us, first of all, like for our intros and transitions, is is Farron is a fantastic musician. Oh, you stop. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so Farron writes and and plays everything. So the keys, you know, the he, he can drum uh, loop drums. He plays the horns, uh, plays the bass guitar. So all the transition and intro music is Farron. And I was like, you know, I kind of want to give it a personal touch at the end. Plus, we have musicians reach out to us all the time. And I don't want to just make it a musician podcast. So I'm right. like, well, the next best thing I can do is still play their music and link their albums so people can find them on Bandcamp and stuff. And usually, you know, usually we have a good enough uh, library of musicians where I can try to make it specific. Like if we have a, a more of a country guy on that, you know, like Ben Crone talked about arm wrestling uh, mm, here right. in our recent episode. And I was like, oh, well, this this band has kind of a southern that's twang a to it. Yeah. You <laughs> nice. know, or if it's somebody that's a little bit, you know, if they're really high energy and fast paced, then, you know, I usually have an electronic artist that's reached out. And it right. could be a really high tempo song. So I, that, that's almost turned into a really fun part for me is trying to match the song of the week to the guest. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's that's really cool. You, and one thing about you know having a musical song at the end it's nice way to end it and when i had uh one of my friends episode three he's an up-and-coming artist i was able to release a, a little song at the end and i thought that that was a really cool touch and i'm definitely that's definitely a goal of mine to be able to do something of that nature i don't know how it would work out with mine but um i yeah. found him on cloud i listened to that episode i really liked that song yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah i found yeah. him on soundcloud afterwards so yeah. Make sure to give him a high five for yeah. it. <laughs> That's a good plug. <laughs> so one thing that I noticed was, I mean, since you guys have just recently, you're coming up to year two, um, is this when you guys got, the? when did you guys get the most recognition for your podcast? Like, I'm sure there was a point, like, because now you guys are on um, New and Noteworthy, and I don't know if you guys 
anybody who listens knows that's huge for podcasters because you can get so much more traffic coming through and people listening. Uh, I don't know if there are a few moments where you guys really hit a stride. There are. You know, and, and once again, I apologize that this is going to be a long-winded question because I can already think of a few different cases where, like, the examples are a little different. So because whenever you – so the first thing I want to say is it's it's cool to see it grow. And I feel like in the home – like, in, around – because we're, we're from the Midwest. We're in Evansville, Indiana, which is – you know, I, it, probably no one's ever heard of that. It's the bottom of the boot of Indiana. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of like in a tri-state area. And, and around, it's really cool. Like, we were just voted, like, a min of the month for this Evansville magazine, and we got to do that. And we went to, like, this party, and we had, like, this big magazine spread in it. And I'm like, wow. I was like, that's like, so cool. That's, that's, yeah, it's, it's that, awesome that somebody would think to have us on that. And, and you know, we get voted for it and, yeah. and get on this magazine spread. I never thought that was – it was never an you know an aspiration of mine, so so it was kind of cool to see that happen. Uh, another moment when we had kind of a pretty well known underground rapper, uh, a local rapper. Yeah, he wanted to be on our show, and that was a huge episode for us. All these podcasts reached out to him, and, and you know we didn't even say anything to him, but people were were plugging us to him, and he reached out to us to come on. And it's it's a he's a well known rapper, and then he brought his buddy who's. You know, a worldwide known DJ figure. So, mm-hmm. so you know, between Cast One and Figure, which is fan, you know, was fantastic. And you know, we talked about musicians; those are the ones you'll make exceptions for. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. So, you know, but the one thing that I want to say, the first thing I think that happened for me that that was like, oh man, this is really kind of growing and taking off in a little bit of areas, is uh, and I don't know if you're a professional wrestling fan at all, Thomas, but like there's. So there's the WWE, which is like the biggest wrestling feder, you know, federation right. in the United States. Yeah. Well, the third one is Shikara here, and it's it's uh, like a Northeast Wrestling Professor uh, or, or federation or whatnot. But uh, their like founder slash like main dude reached out to us to come on, and that was our first Skype interview, ironically right. enough. Yeah. <laughs> so like not only was I n- super nervous because we'd never did a Skype interview before, but it was also the first time that we were going to have somebody on of like that magnet that had a Wikipedia page. Right. <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> you know? yeah. That was it added a whole other thing, and that that still that probably stands as one of my favorite episodes. In all honesty, yeah, that's the one I had to miss. Well, that was during a work day. I had too. to take off work to make it happen. <laughs> wow, that's yeah, when was, you know you're. In- in the big leagues. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had to take off work. And it was funny because I was like, well, I'm not going to tell my boss it's for podcast stuff. Like, she doesn't have to know why I use my vacation time. So I take it off, and it turns out we're having a department meeting. And I walk in, and my guy, that one of my buddies that also works there, knew what I took off for. So the first thing he says is, how did the interview go? So I didn't tell her that oh. I was doing a podcast interview. But she thought I had another job interview. <laughs> Wow, awkward. So it just totally made me look was, like an animal. <laughs> yeah, that that's that's awesome though that you guys had a couple big breaks. I mean, that that's definitely something I'm looking forward to. Um, but uh, <laughs> I'm really interested to hear like how you guys really came together. I mean, you did say that you worked together. Um, that must mean that you guys kind of had similar interests and. And I think in one of your podcasts, I heard that you did some radio background. Is that right, Nathan? Yeah, I, that's that's what I was. That's what I went to school for was radio and television. And I just flocked closer to the radio side of things. Uh, I could just never get the camera stuff down. <laughs> well, see, I, that was my thing. I could yeah. do like the camera stuff because I went to um, Indiana University. Yeah. And took oh gosh, what was telecom? So it was internet it's pretty much the fancier version of my degree (laughs) (laughs) okay uh but you know it's even things like that it's it's you know 
you know, Thomas, I don't know if you ever just have met somebody within, and it sounds like we've just fell in love here. <laughs> uh, if you, uh, if you meet someone within five minutes and I was like, I can tell I'm going to be really good friends with this guy just because we had things like that in our background that were so similar. You know, we just have all these things where, you know, we have an older sister who's almost, you know, eight years older than us. We have a younger brother who's like two years younger than us. Where right. like our families are structured the same. Our, our education level is the same. Like we're into the same types of music. Like it's, one particular moment that I remember in our first meeting, which is totally ridiculous, but we bonded over professional wrestling and Rough Riders, like the DMX and the side rap group. Yeah, and we just put it all together, which is which is such an odd combination of things. And then you know, whenever you work together, it's you know, we I said it a little bit earlier, we work for a corporation, and it's it's an awesome corporation, and you know, and like most adult jobs, you know, most people are there to work, but uh. Oh, it's uh, we were right next to each other, and and we just were constant like a, we were doing customer service for a little bit, and a inside joke just between him and I as we tried we talked about our love of professional wrestling as we tried to see who could say, and that's the bottom line the most times on a call <laughs> like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> To make it as professional as possible. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, ma'am, and that's the bottom line. You can know we're going to take care of you. So, like, we would do things like that. And we would talk so much that they literally split us up and just right. moved fair into the very back of the go, office. Yeah, I had to be completely away from Nathan. <laughs> like, in, uh, like when you're in, like, middle school and they're like, all right, well, you guys have to be on opposite sides of the classroom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it absolutely was that. I was like, wait a minute. They just middle schooled yeah. us. Um, and then, uh, you know, but just talking um, – so I've done I've done hip hop you know for the better part of a decade and I wanted to try something with all instruments and knowing that Farron played a lot of instruments and was kind of in between bands I was like hey why don't you come play and that that probably took off into like two years of I playing think, music yeah. together that was two uh, different bands yeah we were the con like the common element yeah we were like the Anthony Kiedis and Flea yeah yeah <laughs> it's Farron and I and then we kind of changed the people that were around us but but you know consistently him and I played. Uh, and, you know, I just always enjoyed that. And Sundays were always our days for music. And then after that was over, I was like, hey, I still have that itch to do something creative. Right. I still have that itch to, to get a hobby out. And not that you're performing, per se, you know, in a podcast format, but there's still that. There's that feel, it's the element of, I guess, the interaction. Yeah, yeah. Is that, you know, there's something that we're doing this summer, and I'm, I'm really nervous to see how it goes out. It's funny, you know, because it's, I've done music for a decade, so you think I'd be fine performing in front of people. Uh, here in Evansville, there, there's a collection of podcasts, and we're going to do, like, a live, like, podcast uh, festival. Yeah, yeah, I think they're building kind of like a festival thing. Um, so something, you know, uh, we're uh, something that I think that would be best is we have a our very first guest, Shane, and then he's uh, his girlfriend Addie were two of our guests at separate times, but they've been a few of the biggest ones. I remember Addie was the first episode we had that got downloaded 500 times, you know, That's which sounds really silly. You know, now. that doesn't sound like a lot, you know, when you look at it. But whenever you, I remember that was early on. I was like within 10, ep, you know, the first 10 episodes, and I was like, oh yeah, was you know, like done something. yeah, something took off, and you know, and that was the first time we got a lot of attention from people that weren't our friends. You know, mm -hmm. it was more than just our friends and family listening to it. So they were, they've always been really integral. Like Shane was our first song of the week. They've mm -hmm. always been really integral to our podcast. So for the live one, I think we're going to have them on together because they both own a, a tattoo, a tattoo studio here in town. And then, um, I want to do the good and bad cop, but I want to have the audience ask it. Right. So that way we can take the, the microphone to the audience members and have them ask these positive and negative questions. I don't know how that's going to go. That adds a variable <laughs> so, of the audience. <laughs> so are they going to have, uh, their own questions prepared or are you going to just be going in blind? 
Well, I kind of want to go in blind. Yeah, I kind of want to go in blind because, you know, we never have questions for a good cop and bad cop. Yeah, those you know? are always spur of the moment from the conversation. Yeah. We'll get those going. Because if you try to if you try to tailor it too much and you have questions in mind, I've always found, and, and you know, I'm going to speak for Drew again. Drew would tell you that anytime he writes down a question, I will ask that in the first 30 <laughs> yeah, minutes. I, I could, without fail. I will ruin Drew's list every time. <laughs> so, you know, I hopefully there will be enough people there and enough people that are familiar with the show. And they'll know kind of what questions to ask. Right. You know, I hope we can like, even give them an example. Like, we'll yeah, start yeah, we can start. Maybe yeah. we'll do the good cop one, bad cop one, and right. then they can do two and three. Hmm. Yeah. So that's. So, what do you guys think uh, is the future of the "Don't Quit Your Daydream" podcast? We we talk about this quite a bit. We do I feel like almost every week? Yeah, of, <laughs> of where we want it to go, and you know, I, I I think it's important to have goals, but I think it's important to not have crazy goals. Right. Obtainable goals, but. That are still maybe slightly hard to reach. Yes. So you're challenging yourself constantly. And I'm thinking of just ways that we can kind of push the show further. So uh, I would like to maybe um, start taking it. Not, not When I say on the road, I don't mean by doing live shows on the road. But there's some guests that I would like to speak to. But I like that face-to-face, you know, if possible. I don't, you know, like Skype's great. Like, you know, where you have good equipment. You know, we have mics. It's built in. But there's been a few where people try to do it via a phone or something, or they have a bad connection and it doesn't quite take off. I would like to start um, going and traveling a little bit more and going to people's hometowns and interviewing them. Right. Yeah. Um, I made a I made a joke about uh, it was one of the first time I heard <laughs> this, the, and I say negative feedback. Um, I made fun of LARPing once, uh, <laughs> like live action role playing, and like like we all man a different social media, and I man our Instagram, and and people start shitting on me. They got so mad. Like this guy that LARPs was like, "You don't understand. It's fun. It's cool. It's unique." <laughs> and I and I never mean to put anybody's hobby or passion down, but and I was I was thinking uh, he's like he's like I'd love to talk about it, blah blah blah. But he's he's you know a few states away, mm-hmm. and I you know and then I. I just tested to see how his Skype was, and I think the guy was using a potato to talk to us. <laughs> um, so I was like, it'd be cool if I could find a reason, an excuse to go and take the interview to him. Right. You know, there's yeah. people that I can't reach, and I, you know, I'd like to look him in the eyes. First, apologize. Explain why he likes LARPing. Something else, and I've just had this itch going once again. We talked about radio and television being kind of a parallel background for mm-hmm. Farron and I. I would like for for specific guests if they have a visual ple- or you know visually pleasing hobby or skill, I like to make like a little like quick five or ten minute visual doc yes. with it. I definitely want to do something like that. Expand into the the digital visual realm. Yeah, you know, I have a, one of our guests has been a buddy of mine who I went to school with, uh, John Bonaberger, and he now actually does a lot of like he does a lot of docs for espn he does a lot of stuff for bravo like the the tv show or the tv station bravo so he, you know he's, he's he always gives me a plethora of advice but i just asked him this morning randomly enough i asked him what what would be a good what would be a, what would be, be a good camera that i could get that's that's nice and wieldy i'm not going to have to get a thousand things right. you know it's not going to break the bank but it goes back to our earlier conversation with microphones you know i know i'm going to have to invest in something for this mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's the next step I'd like to take it because and this is kind of self-serving as well. But but not only I feel like would it make us look more professional, but I feel like it gives you another outlet to check Ex- it out. 
Right. It's expanded reach. For there's me. there's some bands I won't listen to unless I see a video first. You know, I don't like it that. Or I'll hear the music, and then whenever I YouTube the band, the video is what sells me. Right. It's a performance aspect. It's that it's that interaction. Yeah. yeah it's it's said. it is. It's that interaction. So especially if you think of like, okay, we had this 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 skateboarder as a guest. Well, I can play a skate video, or Farron and I can whip up something really quick. Yeah. And maybe yeah. play some of the audio from the interview, and and you know, black and white, and like following it cool, you know, high quality shots right. of of him doing different things or we had a blacksmith on that'd be cool to go to the actual blacksmith and have you know like filming making a sword yeah. you know and then at the end we have this guy making a sword and we're playing the good cop and bad cop throughout you know and yeah Farron can make the music for it <laughs> <laughs> maybe i'll do it live I don't know. <laughs> yeah you know uh something that that has been pretty cool for us too is is we just introduced a, a blog on thursday right because we knew a few writer friends and i was like well you know that'd be extra content for our our website It'd be another way to kind of explore the hobby further. So we're always trying to think of something that pushes it a little bit more. Like, how can we grow a little bit further? And I actually got that idea from, uh, you know, I don't know if you ever listened to the podcast Nerdist, but they have so much more than just the podcast. They do interviews, you know, like, uh, like I'm sorry, they do like blogs. It's more of a community thing. And I, it's awesome because we've been able to involve so many other people with these blogs. And I know some people that, that read the blog but don't listen to the podcast, know, yeah. you know? <laughs> so it's, uh, I don't know, always thinking of what's next. Yeah, I, I've heard a few of those episodes yet, and it's cool. Um, in other things I've seen, um, it's nice for a lot of people who are listeners. Uh, if they're dedicated to listening to your um, podcast, that means they're definitely interested in anything that you're going to, you know, well, in general, you know, most things that you're going to produce. So adding a video element is definitely going to, you know, help. So I, I think that would be a really cool thing um, not to, you know, I'm making mental notes and copying all your ideas. <laughs> but uh, no, no. Yeah, still away. That's what I do. Yeah. 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 Um, but uh, I think that's one thing I'd like to do as well when I get, you know, uh a sit down and in a live one-on-one interview to get some type of extra add-on a video mm-hmm. of some sort um so what would you guys say just general advice for someone who is trying to make this creative pursuit a passion and is trying to really break out and maybe start something for real yeah uh, i'll use a bit of advice that a lot of our guests say, and it's to first just get out there and do it. Grab what you need to grab and start doing it. Research what you need to look into. Yes. Get as many opinions, but form your own opinions. Have them on the outside, but make sure you keep true to your, right. your dream. Find some people that are going to give you advice, but find multiple people because it's going to be different for everybody. Mm-hmm. And this coming from somebody that maybe shoots from the hip and is too impulsive, I'm talking about myself, uh, is – if you have a plan and you want to do something and you're going to put yourself out creatively, do you think as far as a podcast goes, and I would probably say the same thing if you're doing a band or releasing anything like that, but you only get one chance for a first impression. Mm-hmm. So make sure everything is up to snuff. Make sure that you're proud of your first episode. Make sure that everything looks nice. Make sure that, you know, the quality is good. And, you know, it, it's great. You want to start rec- doing interviews. You could you could start doing things and, and, and scratch that itch that you have whenever you first start creating. But just before you release everything, make sure that you make sure you have a good logo. You know, make sure you do all the research in it and everything's good. Think it all out and come up with a game plan, because that's that's advice that 
you know, I, I don't follow with a lot of, a lot of other aspects in my life. So this we kind of took slow and I, I'm glad of it now right. because, you know, I've talked about how little our formats changed. And I think that's because you and I talked about it so much. Mm-hmm. We're like, okay, do we want this to be 30 minutes? Do we want this to be an hour? Do we want to lead with these kind of questions? Do we want the whole thing to be good cop, bad cop? And I feel like you know, since we were able to talk it out and and bounce ideas off each other, we were able to kind of of, of find a bigger anchor. You know, we don't ever right. float too far away from that. We had our skeleton. Yeah, and we just put the meat on. Right, right. So, mm-hmm. but to Farron's advice too, and that's what a lot of guests say: just do it. You know, it, be brave enough, and 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 I don't know. You owe it to yourself, you know, to do things when you're young and when you're inspired and have the time and have the passion for it. Don't you don't you don't ever want to look back 10 years from now and say, oh, I wish I would have learned to do this. Like, oh, I've always loved music. Why didn't I play the guitar? Like, I've always liked mixed martial arts. Why didn't I take that jujitsu class? You know, do it now. Don't give yourselves an excuse. You know, make a list, look it up, research it. We we're in 2017. You could Google anything. You can go to forums on anything. Yeah, you can you, YouTube anything. You yeah, can see it. You find out. It. It. Yeah, there's, there's literally no excuse you can come up with. You know, let's say you start a podcast and it's not quite going how you wanted it to well that's not a wasted time you know like you you spent time learning that and you still want to do a podcast well think about what you did wrong think about what you could do better and you could always start a new one yeah. you know <laughs> I mean, you could it costs nothing to start one up right. you know um, you're only going to learn from all of that uh, but yeah i mean i mean i think you hit it on the nose i mean you can always find a reason not to do stuff but that's not nearly as fun to talk yeah, about later <laughs> the doing of the stuff that's where the stories come from yeah yeah exactly well I appreciate you guys coming on, and I think this is going to be a great interview. Um, and I think a lot of people will be able to identify with, you know, trying something new. I think people who are interested in this podcast hopefully will, you know, check out your podcast because it's along the same lines, but you guys definitely have a different twist on it. You guys have three guys talking about it, and. And it's a really upbeat podcast, and I enjoy listening to it. So I appreciate you guys coming on. Thank you so much. We appreciate you bringing us on, and we love listening to your podcast. Yeah, the Inspire Wire is great. Uh, you know, whenever you reached out, I I was like, man, this is similar. When I was first reading about it, and I listened, I was like, man, it's like it's it's similar, but it's so different. And that just kind of shows you how you can make your own fingerprint and podcast. You know, I, I, you hear all the time, are there too many podcasts out there? But no, there's not. Like yeah. you can like. The, the more variety that there is, is is fantastic because it just shows that people can create something and it could be so different even though it's so similar. So uh, you're doing fantastic work, and I'm, I'm really excited to see where it goes. Thanks. So uh, And you guys, um, could you guys tell them where you can find your podcast? Obviously on iTunes and all, and all those different uh, avenues for podcasting. I always like to say the easiest way to find us on iTunes is DQYD. If you just search DQYD, it'll pull pop up. You can find us on Stitcher. Yeah, if you Uh, you hate iPhones. Yeah, if you you can find us on all of our social media, which is Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Yeah, interact with us. Uh, You know, talk to us. If you you have a band, we'd love to feature you. If you have a cool hobby, we'll Skype you. It doesn't matter where you are or, you know, if it's down the road, we'll drive to you. Exactly. Uh, Just look up DQYD Podcast. Yeah, and yeah, DQYDpodcast.com. That has all of our links to everything. Uh, you can shoot us an email. You could submit your song. You could buy a shirt. Yeah, you want to buy a shirt? Go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, we'd love to chat with you. Awesome, awesome. All right, guys. Thanks for coming on. All right. All right. Thank thanks you, Thomas. Again. All right, everyone. It's the interview with the Don't Quit Your Daydream podcast. 
I thought it was really interesting and for the listeners who have never podcasted before, it's a good uh, little spin on how it's like to run your own podcast and and or any real creative hobby where you're producing your own um, content and you're releasing it out. So I thought it was a good little insight there for people who haven't experienced that. But a few of the things that I wanted to harp on at Um, throughout the interview that I thought was important was uh, when um, they were talking about, you know, their structure of their podcast and the type of guests they want to interview and what they want to get out of the podcast was really, they wanted to get to the root of, of this person's experience. They didn't want to interview someone who all they had to say was to promote their product or promote who they are instead they were looking to see um, the struggles that really make or made who they were and um, they they wanted to emphasize that these type of questions um, the more serious ones really bring out the best stories and I totally agree with that and and that's what I kind of try to do with um, some of the questions I ask too. I want to see um, what are the different struggles that each person goes through that they've been able to push through. And and that's definitely something that everybody goes through. You know, everybody goes through a struggle. And without that struggle, the uh, achievement at the end wouldn't be the same. I also thought their message to really go after something or whatever you want to pursue with 100% effort was really crucial because um, it's one thing to just go and try something half-heartedly, but if you really want to see if something, one of your interests is um, a serious one, you really have to put in a you really have to put your your full force behind it and put that all that effort in there to see what it could become because you never know unless you give it everything you have. So that's what I got out of them and I think they're and I've listened to their podcast. They got a great podcast. It's really entertaining. So definitely check them out. I'll have links for you in my show notes and but make sure you still listen to my podcast. <laughs> um, but okay, now for story time, guys. Uh, for this week's, I don't really have a necessarily a story that relates to this one. But I got a bunch of stories in the backlog from my adventures across the U.S. And I got some positive feedback from the, the story about the paw print in the Oregon coast and that was episode four if you hadn't heard that once definitely check that out but this one is a story about um my time in Minnesota uh, in um some private land in a small family who owned um a lot of land that they were foresting and living out there full time which was a really cool experience. I got to do a lot of different things and learn a lot of things because they've lived on the land uh, all this time and they know a lot um, about about the area. 
and what my main job was uh, on this property was to help the father of the family. There were a family of five, uh, a father, a mother, and three boys. And my main job was to help them build an extension on their log cabin because the boys were not strong enough and not old enough to help out. So one day, uh, we're building this uh, log cabin extension, and what we had to do is put the logs up and score them and and dig out holes or grooves for the logs to fit in place. So one day we're we're hacking away at this log and we're both sitting up on the log just chatting and, and whatnot. And I don't know where I we hear like rustles in the in in the leaves and we look up and before I could even see what we were looking at, Rory, the father, um, and who I was with, he like yells out a, like a hawk call, like imitating the sound of a hawk. And it sounds like you're pursing your lips together, but I'm not gonna do it because I probably wouldn't do it justice. But and as soon as that happens, the 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 hare or rabbit stops immediately and then I finally see it and, and recognize it and and immediately Rory jumps up and runs into the cabin and I'm just standing there watching and and he's like don't don't take your eyes off that and so he runs gets his shotgun and and he's staring at it and he's like is it still is it still there is it still in the spot I was like yep has it moved and he just stands there within two seconds he's right next to me and just lets off around just boom and and it hits um and it and it scurries for like a few steps and he goes over with the butt of the shotgun and just takes it out because um, it wasn't totally dead and and then and then I got a lesson on how to gut a rabbit and 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 make rabbits too. So it was it was just a wild day. We were just peacefully hacking away at a log, and then the next day, and then the next thing you know, um, shotguns going off, and we're gutting uh, a hare. So it was it was wild. But that's my story, and that's the show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Make sure you guys subscribe, rate, and review five stars, and I'll see you guys next time.